Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Assam Al-Ghalib. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will travel to Glasgow with a firm 2050 net zero commitment by Australia. But he says he won't support a mandate to shut down any resources or agricultural industries to reach the target. The nation's climate policy has been shaped after long negotiations with junior coalition partner, the Nationals. Federal Finance Minister Simon Birmingham spent a lot of the morning promoting the so-called roadmap. The type of plan, effort and policy work that our government has put in to be able to achieve net zero by 2050 whilst ensuring that the jobs, livelihoods and communities of regional Australia are also protected, but also uh, to keep the prosperity of our nation by opening up new export markets and new opportunities as we see the export, the investment environment around the world change. SBS News understands the review of the 2050 policy will be conducted every five years by the Productivity Commission. It will be focused on how rural and regional communities are doing. The first review will be undertaken in two years' time. The policy will also include continued investment in hydrogen and low-cost solar. New South Wales has recorded 282 new COVID-19 cases from 71,000 tests and another death. There are 457 people in hospital across the state and 109 of them are in intensive care. Vaccination rates continue to progress with 93.1% of people aged 16 and over having had one dose, while 85% have had two doses. While unveiling a new fleet of police helicopters, Premier Dominic Perrette thanked officers for their work during the state's recent lockdown. Uh, particularly during this period of time, and I particularly want to thank them for the work that they have done at keeping our community safe. Uh, as the Commissioner knows all too well, with the range of public health orders and changing of the rules over the last 18 months, uh, they have been difficult uh, to follow uh, for us as politicians, uh, let alone for the police uh, to enforce, and they have done that in an incredibly measured way. The Victorian government is introducing new laws to Parliament that would allow the health minister to make public health orders for the COVID-19 pandemic. The Public Health and Wellbeing Bill 2021 has been introduced to the lower house. The bill is expected to permanently replace the current state of emergency, which expires on December 15th. The state's opposition leader, says Matthew Guy, says the proposed law would allow Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews to declare a pandemic for three months at a time. Mr. Guy says the coalition supports the streamlining state of emergency powers, but labeled this proposal 
an attack on Australian democracy. This is the most extreme law of its kind anywhere in Australia, placing so much power in the hands of one person, not the cabinet, not the parliament, but in the hands of the premier alone would be unprecedented, and then allowing the premier to effectively rule by decree for months on end, declaring and classifying individuals, citizens in our state, denying them their freedoms at will, if empowered by this legislation, is unprecedented. Victoria has recorded 1,510 new COVID-19 cases from 55,000 tests and another four deaths. There are now 24,715 active cases across the state. The death toll from the current Delta outbreak is at 234. Victoria is closing in on 80% double dose of the 16 and over population, while 75% of the same cohort are fully vaccinated. Julian Assange's legal team are preparing for a two-day high court hearing which will determine if the WikiLeaks founder is extradited from Britain to the United States. WikiLeaks editor-in-chief Kristen Raffinson and Assange's partner Stella Morris addressed media ahead of the hearing. They say an investigation published by Yahoo News last month, which alleges the CIA plotted to abduct or kill Assange in 2017, is a strong argument to deny the U.S. appeal. Ms. Morris compared the threat of extradition to the death of journalist Jamal Khashoggi and the alleged involvement of the Saudi state. She also expressed concern about Julian Assange's health. I saw Julian yesterday, Saturday morning, uh, in Belmar's prison, and I was uh, quite taken aback by, by how thin he was. Uh, so he was he was looking very unwell, but we we both hope that this will be the end of it. I'm Assam Al Ghalib. This is SBS News in Easy English.